This is the Family Culture Project, episode 68, how giving feedback will strengthen your family culture. We're Carl and Kimberly Amici, and we're here to help you live a life of purpose with the ones you love and become the family you were meant to be. We're back for part two of giving and receiving feedback. Last week, we talked to you about receiving feedback, and this week, we want to discuss giving feedback. As we mentioned before, as a family, we do a 360 peer review, just like the ones in an organization, to build our family's culture. We found that giving and receiving feedback in this way has had incredible impact on our family. I like giving feedback a lot better than I like receiving it. (laughs) I'm sure you do. (laughs) Our family retreats and 360 peer reviews have created self-awareness for each of us. It's given us insight into our strengths and weaknesses. It's created accountability. And most importantly, it has created a culture of openness, one where we know that each of our voice matters. Just like receiving feedback, giving feedback requires humility, and it's a skill that takes practice. There's a difference between correcting people and criticizing them and giving feedback. Criticism typically involves making negative assumptions about the other person's motives. Feedback, however, generally avoids speculating on the other person's intent and focuses instead on the actual results of their behavior. Criticism places emphasis on, on blaming Well, feedback is meant to help you move forward and grow. This is one of the trickiest parts of giving feedback because depending on your relationship um, with your family members, if, if you are one that criticizes often, your feedback will not be heard. So if, if, because they're going to think it's criticism. So even when it's meant to be constructive, so even when it's meant to be helpful, they'll take it as criticism, and then they won't learn from it. So this is an important point, and that's why investing within your family and ha- really having the family retreat, as we mentioned in the last podcast, is very, very important because you have to get used to, as a family unit, giving and receiving feedback so that people are not on the defense. Because remember, if you're on the defense, you're not learning anything. hmm We mentioned this in last week's podcast, but it's worth repeating What we believe to be criticism, our brain tries to protect us from and perceives it as a threat. And when that happens, it can be uncomfortable, we get defensive, we may be dismissive or outright refuse to believe what someone else has to say. And when that happens, no one's learning, no one's growing, and we may be hurting our relationships with other people rather than establishing trust and connecting with each other. This is definitely a skill all family members should learn. We want you to not only learn how to give feedback, we want you to teach your kids how to do it as well. Do you want to know what your loved ones really think of you? We've created the Family Retreat Packet to help you connect with one another and get honest feedback on how you are doing as a family. It's like a 360 peer review, but for families. It takes the guesswork out of planning because it includes everything you need to host your own family retreat, such as a sample itinerary, a packing list, and activities. Go to www.thefamilycultureproject.com and for only $4.99, you can download the Family Retreat Packet and host your family retreat. Be sure to type in the, T-H-E, familycultureproject.com slash shop to get your copy today. So here's some steps about how you can give good feedback. Number one, be specific. Provide tangible examples of the behavior you're addressing. 
We generally respond better to specific positive feedback. I know myself, if you give me vague feedback, I have no idea what that means. So for example, avoid saying things like, you need to start doing your chores. It's too vague and it can be interpreted in a lot of ways. So instead, why don't you say something like, you're such a big help. I want you to start doing your chores each night before you go to bed. That way there's less to do in the mornings before school. You can even take it a step further and say, when you do, our mornings are less stressful. So the second thing is be timely. When you give feedback, it matters. Do it more than just once a year. Don't wait until the family retreat to provide positive or negative feedback to one another. At that point, it just could be too late. You need to give feedback on a regular basis um, and make it a normal part of your week a more normal part of your month. Because the closer feedback is tied to the behavior in question, good or bad, the more powerful it will be. Number three, focus on the behavior, not the person. When discussing a problem with performance, keep your emotions in check. Avoid exaggerations and avoid statements like you always or you never. This allows you to have a kind heart and good motives, and it shows that you care. John Maxwell says, people may hear your words, but they feel your attitude. I love that quote from John. For number four, be both positive and negative. For us to develop and grow, we need to know what we are doing well and so, so that we can repeat it and further improve upon, as well as we need to know what we can do more effectively and then make adjustments as necessary to do things better. You, as the leader in your home, get to set the atmosphere of feedback. And when you give feedback well, you and your spouse will begin to do it as well. Keep in mind that everything that is said should be true, but everything that is true shouldn't be said. So be really thoughtful about what you're saying to one another. Giving and receiving feedback in a healthy way will not only help you build a strong culture, but it will help you to grow individually. When it comes to giving feedback, here's two questions you can ask yourself to check your motivation. Am I more interested in helping or am I trying to fix or blame? Am I talking more about the past rather than the future? The answers to these questions will help set the stage for the next time you give feedback. The Family Culture Project has a great site, but do you know what's even a better one? My wife's. She's been at this blogging thing for a while now, and she has a lot of smart things to say about family, faith, and community. Aw, thanks, babe. When you're done listening to the episode, head over to KimberlyAmici.com and see what I'm talking about. And don't forget, family culture is not about perfect, it's about purpose. Hey, that's my line.